Hi, everyone. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. If you'd like to hear the full episode, please subscribe to us on Patreon. Come on, bitch, 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 let's go. Come on, get, get, get ready, bitches. Excited to get into part two, dishing drama Dana, deep dive Epstein Galen. You know, we tried to get some new updated information on this rabbit hole that we all can't get over exists. Um, I did invite Lisa from The Prince and the Pervert to collab with me on this episode. And if you haven't listened to part one, you should. It's so good. Lisa's an expert at Epstein and Galen because she's done over 200 episodes on her podcast covering it. And so she knows minute details and really difficult things to find. So I love doing shows with her. Uh, We're going to start the show by talking about how scientists may have been honey trapped into you know, giving information to Epstein or doing his bidding. Um, We're going to begin the show there. And then we're going to be covering some strange things that we noticed about Daphne Barak, who, besides interviewing Kevin Federline, also interviewed Galen Maxwell. But you have to hear the whole podcast to understand what we figured out with Daphne. So, and appreciate it. (laughs) So I'm going to leave it there. But in the meantime, I just want to say, were you guys shocked to find out that Galen Maxwell was hoping to recruit Paris Hilton? You know, it came out in that Lifetime uh, docuseries that she was trying to recruit Paris Hilton for um, Epstein, for Jeffrey Epstein. I was like, oh my goodness. And they believe that Paris Hilton was 19 at, at the time. Um, a British journalist, I think his name's Christopher Mason, told the story. And, you know, basically, uh, Galen thought she'd be perfect for him. She saw her at a party. I'm sure she was dressed, you know, scantily clad, as they say, because she was always very proud of her body. Um, and she was probably a, a mark for Galen, given that, you know, based on the This Is Paris documentary, she had recently come out of a reform school, you know, abuse place that they tortured her and sexually assaulted her. She was probably estranged from her family. She was partying. She was, you know, emotional and dealing with so much crap, probably mentally after all that, that she couldn't even share with anyone. And she was trying to build her brand. She had just signed up for T-Models, Trump's modeling agency. And I just can't even imagine a vulnerable Paris Hilton being surrounded by a predator like Galen Maxwell and who else, you know, and and some other people that are in the party circuit that, you know, that's kind of their MO. Oh, unreal. Anyway, you guys know what I mean by other women that are, uh, partying in the circuit that are have that MO. And so I don't need to say it. Um, it's in the Patreon. <laughs> okay. And now 
Let's get into the episode part two. Enjoy. You are looking fabulous. Thank you. I try. Not that hard. I just am. <laughs> oh, you're so As I mentioned, I was thinking initially that he was doing these honey traps with scientists so he could get secrets and he could, you know, sell them to the highest bidder, uh, you know, in, in his connections, which I'm going to get into in a minute in the Rolling Stone article that came out, okay, that because she does a really good job at legitimizing some of the relationships Epstein had that's less publicized that indicates that there, he was pretty connected. Okay, we'll just say that for the moment. Yep. Um, but then I, I had missed something. So I, I had always known that Galen's dad, Robert Maxwell, had owned scientific textbooks and there were some rumors that they had maybe been uh, funded by, you know, the Mossad to get in proximity and get information from scientists that would help, you know, their their research and what they do, because they're an amazing intelligence gathering community. Right. And so I originally thought that that might have been it. But then I realized that uh, Robert uh Maxwell was actually involved in one of the most scandalous uh, things, uh, scandalous affairs to do with a software that was an intelligence gathering uh, system. Do you know about the Promise software scandal? It, it stands for Prosecutors Management Information System. When was this? Were his twin daughters involved in it? It was because in nine. It was in uh, 1982. No, I don't know about that one. Okay. So what happened was there was this case management software developed by INSLA, which is the Institute for Law and Social Research. Okay. It was a nonprofit organization established in 1973 by Bill and Nancy Hamilton. And the software program was uh, done in collaboration with the Law Enforcement Assistance Administration. And it was supposed to be to aid prosecutor offices in tracking um, all these different like cases and things that were happening, I guess, in criminal cases. Okay. And mm -hmm. the Justice Department wanted to improve it. Okay. They wanted to make the promise application even better for all the U.S. attorney offices. All right. So they asked yeah. them to make all of these changes and they wanted it to go from a 16-bit version to a 32-bit version and they wanted it to work on various operating systems and do additional feature sets okay that the justice department wanted so they end up in this contract that you know the the justice department was paying for it in a like a 10 million dollar contract with the hamiltons and they wanted these additions made and they get into this big contractual uh, dispute. Okay. And they actually allege that the justice department um, is fraudulent in the transaction. I'm not kidding. That is our U S justice department. <laughs> okay. Gosh, I know. Right. Okay. So um, I'm just going to read this one thing because I probably should, since I'm talking about the justice department, it says, uh, this is from uh, Wikipedia. I'm taking this little segment from. The Hamilton sued the federal government, alleging that the Justice Department had dishonestly conspired to drive Inslaw out of business through trickery, fraud, and deceit by withholding payments to Inslaw, that's the company, and then pirating the software. 
A bankruptcy court and federal district court agreed with the Hamiltons, although these rulings were later vacated by a court of appeals for jurisdiction reasons. And Hamilton and the others asserted that the Justice Department had done so in order, listen to this, to modify promise originally created to manage legal cases to become a monitoring software for intelligence operations. Affidavits affidavits created over the course of the Inslaw affair stated that promise was then given or sold at a profit to Israel and as many as 80 other countries by Dr. Earl W. Bryan, a man with close personal and business ties to then President Ronald Reagan and then President Counsel Edwin Meese. In September 1992, a House Judiciary Committee report raised serious concerns that the Justice Department officials had schemed to destroy INSLAW and co-opt the rights to its promised software and had misappropriated the software. The report was the outgrowth of a three-year investigation led by Jack Brooks, the committee's chairman, who had launched an investigation in 1989. The report faulted the Justice Department for a lack of cooperation in the investigation and found that, quote, there appears to be a strong evidence as indicated by the findings in two federal court proceedings, as well as by the committee investigation that the Department of Justice of the United States of America acted willfully and fraudulently and took converted and stole INSLAW's enhanced promise by trickery, fraud, and deceit. A book written in 1997 by Fabrizio Calvi and Thierry Feister claimed that the National Security Agency, NSA, had been seeding computers abroad with promise-embedded smart systems management automated reasoning tools, chips codenamed Petri. If you are liking what you're hearing, please review, rate, and subscribe. If you aren't liking anything, well, please go comment your concerns on Brandy Glanville's podcast. 